Hello again, everybody. Welcome to a Frame of Mind Photography Podcast, where we try to adjust, set, change, meld, merge your frame of mind when it comes to photography. My name is Matt Kleskowski. You can find me over at mattk.com where I do tutorials and courses and presets and all that fun stuff. And I'm joined today by my buddy, Brian Matias, who you can find over at matias.com. What's up, man? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on once again. I always enjoy these. Yeah, yeah. You're you're the perfect person to, you're the perfect one to have on for this one because I think we come from two different Lightroom worlds right now. Although I'm being... I'm, I'm, I'm probably merging into your world more than you're merging into my world, um, but come, <laughs> come there, all, all room, are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're bring me your tired. You're weary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so our topic today is the future of Lightroom. Um, I, I talked, I talked to Brian about doing this topic because we, you and I chatted about it in the last podcast we did together. I think mm -hmm. we talked about like the, uh, the pricing changes from Adobe. And, and so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and we talked about it in there. And by the way, I just want to let everybody know, I always, you, I'm sure you're, you're watching these on your, your podcast platforms. Um, but if you go by, uh, if you go by mattk.com, I do a post for every podcast and feel free to always swing by there and leave comments, um, you know, ideas, whatever it is, if you want to get the discussion going on it, because that's how we uh, we figure out what to talk about. But the the podcast I did with you, where we talked about some of the new Adobe stuff that came out, we we started toward the end to talk about what we just thought about the future of Lightroom was. Just very very briefly, we just kind of you know chatted about it. Have we had no idea we were going to talk about it, mm -hmm. but it led to a lot of comments on both of our sides of people almost, I don't want to say freaking out, but there was a lot of knee jerk reactions to, to us saying, you know, when Lightroom classic might go away. And I think it's important to remember. So, so your prediction was five years. That's right. My prediction was seven to 10 years. So, so anybody that's freaking out, guys, calm down. Like, right. We've got a lot of time left before anything's going to happen. And yeah, I mean, by the way, neither one of us have any idea if any of that will ever happen. Correct. So, well, like, think about it. Five years. So if, if I took five years ago for now, that was 2018. Like that was uh, my life was different in every way back then. I, I feel like 20. I feel like 2018 was like a, a world ago. Exactly. I mean, exactly. And so there's a lot of daylight left. And, and <laughs> so don't worry. And again, like, just like Matt said, we, uh, these are just kind of predictions and kind of extrapolations based off of both of our longstanding experience in this industry, both on the consumer side and on the business side. So yeah, don't worry. So I thought the way, I thought the way we could, we could structure this would be, talk talk a little bit about why why this is being talked about right now mm -hmm. and then and then also go over I don't want to rehash the differences between the two programs but I think in the context of the future of Lightroom we do have to talk a little bit about the differences at right. least you know what what some of those differences are and where we think they'll go and then and then we'll leave it with Okay, so you know, I, like I'm gonna pose, I'm gonna pose. I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna pose to you, the viewer, 
to give some thought to. So what's let's say Lightroom Classic goes away tomorrow. What do you, what do you do? But it's it's not going to. But like you know what what happens if it does? But I think I think it's worth talking a little bit about why why is this being talked about right now? You know why did it surface right now? Right. That you can take that one. I mean, <laughs> sure. I Unless mean, you don't it, have any thoughts on why it surfaced right now. No, I mean the truth. The truth is that um, with so. First, you you had asked in, our, in the previous episode, or when we did together, like the predictions of when it would end. So, I think when you start to see what Adobe is doing with Lightroom, and I'm talking about, and I hate every time I, I say Lightroom, I almost I have to like qualify like Lightroom versus Lightroom Classic. Yes, and and just for the future of this podcast, when we say Lightroom, we are talking about the Lightroom Cloud ecosystem, meaning the desktop version not classic, the, the, the tablet version and the phone version. That, right. that is an ecosystem that we will call Lightroom. I'll sometimes call it Lightroom Cloud just yes. to differentiate it from Lightroom Classic. Or Lightroom Mobile to differentiate from desktop. But this, was a, this is kind of like the, the kind of albatross around my neck with Adobe's marketing of these. But uh, that's, a, that's neither here nor there. It's a colossal marketing failure, but apparently they know what they're doing. So I don't know. But yeah, to me, yeah. to me and just about everybody who's listening, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it's, I can understand um, some of the classic users concerns, like why, you know, wh whether they should even be concerned because we even talked about this in the last episode when Adobe Max came out. There were a lot of classic users who were like, they kind of shrugged and they're like, that's it. That's all we're getting. Um, whereas with Lightroom, they got the local browse, which is a really big deal. I know you are a big fan of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think from a, you know, fly in the wall perspective, there, there is there, you know, you can, you can kind of maybe postulate that Adobe is putting more effort and emphasis on Lightroom over classic. I don't necessarily, I don't think that that's, they're actively doing that. I, I still stand by the fact that eventually they will, they will prioritize Lightroom over classic. But the problem is that there is so much, there's a lot of misunderstanding and misinformation in terms of what Lightroom is and it isn't. Yeah. And, and I would, I, I agree with that. And I would say, I would say it's, you know, we talked about Adobe Max I'd say, so the, 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 the conversation always surfaces around Adobe Max because, mm -hmm. you know, people are seeing features that go into one that don't go into Lightroom Classic. So it always surfaces yeah. around then. And then I would say you alluded to the local tab inside of Lightroom, um, which yep. is, it to, to me is is revolutionary. It, mm -hmm. it changes the product. It it changes the very DNA of that application by giving it a local tab to allow us to browse locally without having to do stuff in the cloud. Like to me, it changes it changes the entire DNA of the application. And I think some people you've picked up on, I have picked up on, other people have. So I think I think the discussion with that has also caused this this to surface but I'm, I'm with you like i get the naming the naming just it is what it is there's nothing we can do about it 
As no. far as as far as people saying that they're putting more development effort into Lightroom and not Lightroom Classic, I I would say I would say you're mostly wrong because Lightroom, Lightroom Classic, and Adobe Camera Raw are all pretty much on par with each other. Yep. And and so to I'm going to go out on a limb and say most people don't care about all the extra stuff. Oh, we like added what? this. We added this to organization, and we added this little feature in the book module for this. And right. in Lightroom, we added this feature that allows you to filter by this. And I'm going to go on a limb and say most people don't care about it. I know you're organizing damn free. I'm saying damn like digital <laughs> asset management gurus. You salivate over that stuff. You just have to understand you're a very small part of, of the pie for that. So what people really care about is editing tools. That's right. that's what we want. And as far as editing tools go, they're all being updated at the same rate. They they all get the same features. That's so right. They're, they're on par with each other. So so there really is no more development going um, to, to Lightroom versus Lightroom Classic. Right. The, the, the closest the, or the bigger gap is just really quickly is between desktop. And when I say desktop, in this case, I'm talking about Lightroom Classic and Lightroom and Lightroom Mobile, where you will see some discrepancy. But despite that, you're 100 percent correct. Like the the you have to give Adobe credit for the the the, the extent that they go to to ensure as much parity between mm -hmm. The platforms partly i think so as to not create a, a riot yeah uh, but also partly because it should show people like classic users that adobe is still at least committed to it for you know for the foreseeable future yeah and i, I think they have to keep the editing on par with each other because it would create a mess if it wasn't yes right it's like i open up a photo in lightroom classic and maybe I open up that same photo in Adobe Camera Raw, and then I open it up inside a Lightroom. I, you can't have it look different right. from the same company. Like you, sure. you just, you, you can't have it look different. So, no. um, I, I think they have to keep. I have to. They have to keep those, um, those, those together. Mm -hmm. But as far as the the future goes, I'm going to go back. I'm going to I'm going to kick off the the big thing, which is this local tab inside of Lightroom. To me, this is the beginning of the change for the future. Because before that, before that, Lightroom Classic users had no path to a similar product. Okay. So so your path was I'm somebody that likes hard drive storage based photo editing. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to take my, and I've never had to worry about space, really. I just buy a bigger drive and they're cheap enough. Although I, I would argue even those costs go up as, as computer technology changes, but I'm just going to buy bigger drives if I have to. And you, you had that person, hard drive based photo organization storage, edit my photos. And my only alternative in the Adobe world is to go to Lightroom, which means I have to put everything up in the cloud. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm going to be honest with you, Brian, because I know you did a, you did a whole course and I'll do oh, it's a perfect time to plug that course of your Lightroom Everywhere course. And I know the time because we talked about it. I know the time you spent uncovering what really happens to your photos as you bring them into that that ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I, I personally don't even fully understand it. <laughs> like, uh, and and so you're you're going to give people that's the only choice that they had up until last month. Come last month, now I can open up Lightroom on my computer. Okay, I can open up Lightroom. I can click that local tab, and I can navigate to folders on my computer and start editing. And since that came out. I'm going to, I'm going to come clean on something. Part of it is an experiment on my part. Part mm -hmm. of it is because I want to, since that came out, I have not used Lightroom classic. Oh, really? So I've got, I've done, so the, what are we going on about not even a month, right? Since no, that came out, it's, three weeks. Yeah. So three weeks ago, that feature came out as, as of the time of Brian and I talking about this three weeks ago, that local feature came out in Lightroom cloud version. I have not used Lightroom Classic since I've done about three or four photo shoots. And each one of those photo shoots, I, I make a folder on my computer. I mm -hmm. dump all the photos into that folder. That's the way I've always done it. And that's the way I did it in Lightroom Classic. I didn't, I did the import in Lightroom Classic, but I didn't let it put the photos where they should go there. Right. I always made my own folder mm -hmm. and dumped them into, into there. So nothing's changed on that part. I put my photos where I want on my hard drives. And since then came out, I just open them up. I just open up Lightroom. I go to that local folder. I navigate to the folder. I do my, 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 my five star, my favorite photos. I can do my filtering. I can do my editing. I can detach the hard drive. I can reattach it. I actually just switched hard drives. That's going to be a topic for a whole nother thing, <laughs> but I actually just switched hard drives away from these these loud spit. My office feels so quiet. Quiet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the world of solid state. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe how loud it was. Like I, I just feel a deafening silence in my office right now. I know. And I don't have to wait for these drives to spin up and spin down and all this stuff. But again, whole nother episode. Um, so but yeah, I just go, I can detach the hard drives. I moved hard drives. I plugged it back in. All my edits were still there. Right. All my star ratings, everything was still there. I don't know how it happens. I don't care how it happens. It just, it happened. It, it just happened. Yeah. There's a, there's a small uh, catalog. It's not even a catalog file, but there's a little file that Lightroom keeps track of those things hidden for, it's hidden from you. You can access it, but yes, there is a small thing, but it does such a good job of, and it's so quick that um yeah. it's just i don't know to me and by the way we are never going to talk about that catalog file because no, no. from here on out in my world catalogs are dead it's not a catalog it's just yeah. a thing just to store some of the information because you need yeah. to but the point apple is photos has it. apple it's the same thing exactly, as apple photos. exactly you, you've got a file if you use apple photos you've got a file on your computer that's a catalog whether you know it or not you never think about it but it's there. Yeah. It's not the catalog, same catalog infrastructure of classic. Like, thank God. Yeah, like if you were to get rid of your catalog in classic, you're 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 basically toast. If you were to get rid of 
um, the catalog file in Lightroom, it would be, but you'd be back up and running in, almost instantly. Like if there's nothing that you would lose because of it. Yeah. So but let's stop talking about catalogs. No more cap. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want to enter a catalog question and I'm not going to do it. Nope. But, uh, you know, I, I do, again, the, the local thing, I think, I don't, I think what you said is cannot be understated enough. It's not, I don't think it was like some sensational thing you said, but it really did change everything. Like it, that's when, when that came out, uh, and then, you know, you asked my prediction of when classical, like that really started the countdown timer for me. Like that was the doomsday clock and we're, we're moving closer to midnight with that. So, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how it could be any clearer for people. Now, again, don't freak out if you're a classic user. I, I, listen, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Like, if you're a classic user, I do think your days are numbered. Um, that's just, I'm going to go on record and say that. Like, it costs so much money to have two apps that do yeah. virtually the same thing, and you have to pay engineers you have to pay product managers. You have to pay QA engineers. You have to pay customer support people. You have to pay marketers. And they're separate. It's not like it's these are separate people doing the things for the because there are different. Go ahead. They don't have to play pay marketing because they're not marketing classic. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's, that is that's true. In fact, I don't know. If, I can't remember if I'll I give me an I, ad if, for Lightroom Classic. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Exactly, and and. I think I brought this up in the previous episode. I think if not really quickly, I remember Adobe sent me a, 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 a survey like an, it's, and it was an Adobe survey for Lightroom. Yeah. And it, and they, when they introduced Lightroom classic, it said, this is the older photo editor. And then when they did <laughs> Lightroom it said, this is the newer photo. So yeah, <laughs> it's just the way it is. Yeah. But to, to the local tab, Mm-hmm. What I what I'd like to point people because I remember we're we're talking about again what's the future of Lightroom. Mm-hmm. So what I'd like to say to people and and listen I've been I've been using and teaching Lightroom for over twenty years. I know I know what the audience feedback is. I I can teach I can and, and I don't say this to be to be arrogant or self congratulatory. I can teach a Lightroom class today. And I, I, I can almost not get any questions at the end of it because I know what your questions are going to be after 20 years. I just know. The catalog was a stopping point. Everybody hated the catalog and the import. Dealing with a catalog, dealing with an import, dealing with being told I can only have so many photos in the catalog. I can, I want to use, I want to use my, my Lightroom on my computer, on my laptop, but I also want to use it on my desktop. Like Mm -hmm. dealing with those things has been the biggest thorn in Lightroom classic user side. And now you just got the Lightroom that you've been asking for, for 20 years, Mm -hmm. just got it. You don't have to ever do an import again. Like think about that. I never have to do an import again. I never have to worry about a catalog. I can open this Lightroom up. I can open it up on my phone. I can open it up on my computer. I can open it up anywhere. And that's if you're syncing, which which we should talk about too. But I can open it up and and I can use it anywhere that I want. Um, that That's pretty big. And I, to me, the future of Lightroom Classic is, I don't think I don't think they're going to do away with Lightroom Classic in five years. Um, 
what I do think will start to happen is one day Adobe will say we and what by by one day, I think that day is seven to 10 years away. Mm -hmm. They're going to they're going to come out one day and they're going to say, listen, we we are going to do no more future development for this product. We will leave it as is. You'll mm -hmm. be able to install it. You'll be able to look at your edits. You'll be able to adjust your edits. You'll be able to export your edits. You'll be able to you'll be able to continue using Lightroom Classic the way that you use it today for an indefinite period of time. New development will be shifted over to Lightroom. Now, again, your old stuff stays intact. You can do whatever you want with your old stuff. You can even still keep importing new stuff if you want. But new features are going over to the, the Lightroom Cloud version. Now, if you're somebody that wants to move over to that, we've got a very seamless process for you to do it. And even today, there it wouldn't be a super hard process for you to save your edits to metadata and then start going. And then all, it's all, basically, all you do is select all your photos and press Command or Control S inside of Lightroom Classic, right? Mm -hmm. That'll force save everything into the metadata files mm -hmm. for those photos. And when you go into the Lightroom Cloud version into the local tab and you look at that folder, you'll see all of your edits. Right. So, so there almost is a way to do it today, but they'll make it a little bit cleaner where your collections could transfer over to, to whatever it is. Well, they already have that. They have a, a, a Lightroom catalog yeah. migration tool, which will take, it'll do exactly what you said. It'll take your collections and turn them into albums. Oh, see, it goes to show you how much I know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, again, it's because I have to really dive into this for the course, but it's, it's fully functional and it's, that's for someone who's like, you know what I'm, I've made, I, I want to drink the new Coke. I want to move over. And so that allows you to, but what you're saying, that's the workflow that I think most photographers who are your Lightroom classic users should really kind of just, just try it out. It's like. Yeah. It's a no cost way to see that everything's okay. <laughs> like everything's yeah. going to be fine. Dude, it's been great. This, yeah. this last, this last three weeks since I've been doing this, it's been great. Like it's just so easy. Okay. I just navigate to a folder and I just started editing. Yes. And the, I mean, the editing interface is just better. I'm sorry. It, it's I, better than Lightroom classic. I, I understand I understand we have a lot of people listening to us that are afraid. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I get that change to a lot of people listening. Change is bad. Yes. Um, and, and so with photos, because photos are very personal to people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I get that. And I want to respect that change is bad. Change is hard. Change is difficult um, and scary. So, so I understand that, but trust me on this one, the interface is better. The interface is snappier. The interface, I think it's easier to see. I think it's bigger. I mean, my eyesight's horrible. And I know, you know, I know a lot of people that 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 listen to us, their eyesight's not so good. I think the interface mm -hmm. is easier to see. I think it's bigger. I think it's better. I think it's faster. Um, I think it's superior in 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 every way. So so give it a try. And then here's where I think the future can go with this. Because until Adobe takes down their cloud storage prices, which I don't know that they're gonna do. And I don't even know that I want them to do because I don't know that everything needs to be up in the cloud. Mm -hmm. You 
you for $19.99 a month, which some people are actually accidentally paying. Some people actually like went to the website and bought the Lightroom Photoshop plan because they make it appear like this. So I did a thing and uh, I, I taught a little thing in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. And and it, it amazed me. It's kind of what, what drew me to do this podcast with you because it amazed me. I had 70 people in front of me and it amazed me the misinformation that was out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we think we, we get spoiled by it because we think, okay, I've seen the articles from Adobe. I've read the articles from Adobe. I understand them. And we think everybody else has too. And I actually would, would probably bet you a small percentage of people listening have actually read through and understand it. Yes. Um, so the misinformation that was out there was staggering to me with the generative fill credits with Photoshop people thinking that you don't even get free ones, that you're right. automatically going to just start having to pay for this AI thing, which is so false. But then somebody said, oh, well, Adobe's up in the uh, Adobe's going to up the price of Lightroom. And I'm like, where'd you get that from? And they're like, well, I heard it from somebody. And I'm like, who? He's, I don't know. And then somebody in the front actually brought out their tablet and showed me. They're like, look, they automatic already up the price. It's $19.99 a month now. And I'm like, <laughs> always. No, that's been around for 10 years. Right. <laughs> You've been able to buy the $9.99 100 or 20 gigabyte plan. Mm-hmm. Or the 1999 one terabyte plan. It, it's been around for almost a decade. Yeah. And so, but people don't know that. They just see the 1999 price. But where I'm going with that is, I don't think you should put everything up into the cloud. One terabyte. So my Sony shoots 50, 60 megabyte files. Mm-hmm. So, so one terabyte is what? 1,000 megabytes or 1 million megabytes, right? Yeah, it's 1,000 gigabytes. Yeah, so it's 1 million megabytes. Yes. 1 million megabytes divided by 50 megabyte files. Mm-hmm. Your camera shoots a 50 megabyte file. Mm-hmm. It's 20,000 photos. Mm-hmm. The way that I will use the local tab is I will go through my photo shoot of 500 photos. I will pare it down. Like the one I'm looking at right now has about 30 photos that I like from it. I'll sync those. Yes. So that still leaves me with 19,970 photos <laughs> to go. Right. Right. Like you don't need to sync all your bad stuff. That, and I think that's where we need to get people to. You and I talk about it a lot. Oh, Delete, yeah. Get better at deleting. I, I think I think we've gotten so lazy with it. We keep piling stuff on drives and piling stuff on drives. And really, we've become the hoarders of the digital, the digital age. Yeah. Everybody I mean, was, listening to this has terabytes of photos on drives, right? Yep. I mean, that was the, I think we called it deleting photos is good for your soul or something like that. And it's, there's, there's That's a lot of, episode. no, no, that was the episode we did. I think like yeah. that was what you, but, um, there's a lot there to, that we can empower a lot of different directions we can go in terms of like, you know, from the legacy component of things uh, in terms of like hoarding stuff like that. I think there's a skill to um, critiquing your own work and paring it down. I'm sorry, just because you took the photo, it's not precious. More likely than not, it's it's probably something that doesn't need to exist. I'm not trying to be harsh because I know most of my photos don't need to exist. Yeah, I. Um, you don't need the thousands of bracketed shots you took 15 years correct. ago. 
Correct. Or the over. Yeah, I mean, the overinflated PSDs and TIFF files, like the ones that take 500 gigabytes or 500 megabytes. Yeah. If if it's a PSD that's 10 years old, save it as a JPEG, throw it in a folder that you know you can find it that's called favorites and delete the PSD. You don't need it. No, I mean, there. I'm telling you, there is a skill to being able to determine, especially in an in an album with a lot of photos. And I know you cover this in your wildlife photography course, where like there's there. I mean, you have to, you have to be able to identify your best photos. And I'm sorry, you don't need ten of the same photo. Um, and then on top of that, like uh, I did when when few weeks ago we all we did our videos on like the the, the local feature yeah. on youtube and so in my video uh there was someone who left a comment a buddy of mine and he said you know he goes like this is cool and everything but i've got terabytes of photos that i just you know i don't want to spend the money to sync and i'm paraphrasing it and i challenged him on that and I, because i i know that there just isn't that many photos worth keeping. To your point, yeah, you want to keep your five terabytes of photos, by all means, use the local tab and do exactly what you said, Matt, where however you want to do it, if you want to use star rating or a flat pick flag, and then choose those to sync because you can now do that in Lightroom. But mm-hmm. don't tell me, I'm sorry, don't tell me you have even a terabyte of what I would consider to be like, Great photos, like like I'm talking yeah. about five star photos. That's not that's just twenty thousand. That's twenty thousand photos. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, None I have of us my, have twenty thousand great photos that need no, to be saved. No, I have in my in my what's called to share, which is my equivalent uh, album. I have about twelve hundred, and I would say of those, I can probably get rid of easily another three to four hundred photos yeah. that are. I'm just, the same as you. I got probably around a thousand in my portfolio folder. Right. Like, don't tell me, I'm sorry, don't tell me you are, and I, I, I don't want anyone to be like, Brian, you're a jerk, but I'm just trying to you give a, a little, but not for that reason though. That's the thing <laughs> <laughs> for pl- plenty of other reasons. My point is, you know, um, if I can die with like a collection of a few hundred, I mean, really good photos, really good photos, I'll be happy. That's not to say that I don't have multiple terabytes of photos that I just have, but what you have and what you need are, are two different things. And that's, you can even take that as a, just a general life lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm a big fan and that's something I think you and I, we've talked about, and I would love for us to do that. We need to kind of plan this up, but like there needs to be a reckoning. <laughs> like there needs to be a reckoning with our, with our photo libraries. If someone's like, I've got seven terabytes of photos. What are you doing with seven terabytes of photos? Yeah. As, as an amateur hobbyist. As an amateur. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and I guarantee you they're from overshooting locations and photo shoots. It's, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's photos we don't need. Um, and, and what, you know, if I could jump onto that, I would say, you know, like my local, my local tab scenario, mm-hmm. the, where someone could poke a hole in that is because what I'm saying, what, what, what will happen before anything is Lightroom classic will go into maintenance mode. It'll be that program that sits there. 
it, it'll kind of be remember remember um remember when Adobe went cloud only, but for a long time they even updated Lightroom six. Mm -hmm. It went yep. into maintenance mode. You it just they they updated and updated. It might still run on a computer. I don't know what operate. Eventually, what's going to happen is it, it, the Adobe can't just make a version and say, okay, we're never going to update it again. Right. Because your operating system updates things constantly. Correct. That if software companies don't don't update it, then it's it eventually is not going to work on your operating system. So Correct. people that think that they have a perpetual license to something, you really don't. If you right. stop paying for Adobe, if you stop paying for On One, if you stop paying for Skylum, if you stop paying for Topaz, eventually upgrades to your computer are going to phase out those older versions. Perpetual perpetual doesn't exist. So so right. so stop thinking it does because it doesn't. Right. Um, but Adobe could go into maintenance mode with Lightroom Classic, and then now you've got your local tab. And what I'm what, where I think some people start to dig their heels in is, well, all my old stuff is in Lightroom Classic and all my new stuff is here. That's a problem. For some of you, it might be. I would argue for most of you, it's not. Mm -hmm. You want to get to old stuff. You you know when you you know when you did it, you know, you know where you can find it. You pop open Lightroom Classic. Oh, I got here's the photo. Let me do a quick edit, export it as a JPEG, share it, whatever, make a print, whatever I'm gonna do. But my new stuff goes into Lightroom mm -hmm. using the local tab. Mm -hmm. And then again, I'll sync my best stuff. And I I think I I think for most people that's a very viable workflow because we don't have to go back to our old stuff. And if you're trying to create a workflow, I know people that go back to all their photography from day one and try to import everything into Lightroom Classic. And I think I think that that's a disservice to somebody because you don't need your old photos for the most part, you know. Right. And so I mean, go go at it little by little. Right. I I, I mean I have. I, I have removed a, a huge chunk of my entire photo library from Lightroom Cloud to um, Classic. And I have this catalog called, it's like a leg, I think it's called Legacy Photo Catalog, whatever. I can tell you I've never, in I don't know when was the last time I even opened that up because it's there if I need it, yeah. but like, for the most part, the best photos from that time of my life are already in the, in Lightroom cloud. Like I've already got all the other stuff. Like I just don't need. And it just, I can tell you, and I've said this many times really quickly, like I've never deleted a photo and, and then regretted it. Just, I've never, yeah. oh man, like it just doesn't happen. Hmm. I'm with you to, uh, to to bring us back to you know what the the future of Lightroom is, I think, I think one of the I think you know a lot of people are afraid that Lightroom Classic is going to go away right now, and and when and it's not okay. You, it it should be evidenced by the fact that Adobe is doing the same things to Lightroom Classic as they are to Lightroom, right? Right, like it, it's getting the same features as as Camera Raw, so. Right. They are continuing to develop for it, and they're continuing to put new good features in, and they have for years. So I, I don't, I don't think it's going away. If you wanted to do anything today, because I, I, 
again, I know there's the doomsdayers out there that are like, oh my God, it's going away. Remember we said five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. I, I still think it's the upper end of 10 years and I still think it'll be put into maintenance mode when it does go away. But if you wanted to do anything today, little by little, just start going through your photo library, folder at a time, do one folder a day, one folder a week, whatever you got time for and delete the junk. Mm-hmm. Delete. You did seven bracket HDRs. You don't need them. No. You, oh. you probably don't need most of those brackets, if any of them. Right. And if you if you do think you need the HDR, the, the brackets, delete some of the middle ones. You know? Yes. And and I I did it this morning. I went through I went through and freed up probably eight or nine hundred gigabytes this morning just mm-hmm. by going through a couple of folders that I hadn't hadn't looked into in years. Yep. And I del- I deleted probably eight to nine hundred gigabytes gigabytes almost a full terabyte of photos, and there was nothing like it no. was just nothing. And here's the thing: when I go through, I don't go through them one by one. I actually see a hundred photos of a bird in the air. And it's like, they're okay. They're not great, but it's kind of cool. It's an eagle and I don't know. So you know what I do? I like, I, I select all hundred of them and then I intermittently go, go throughout right. and just untag a couple of them here and there. So I'm, I left, I got, I got 10 of them left now, right. not a exactly. hundred. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. How many photos of an eagle doing this in the air do you need? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's. Uh, the that is the thing with digital photography with a low cost no cost you know of of storing and yeah. taking photos and and years and years of us you know as even us as as instructors and educators i mean we're we i, I will own up to it where it's like i i've said that many times in the past like why delete what's the point of what do you need to delete and i i admit that that is oh. a that's a bad way to do it like it's just like anything else. Um, sharpening your your ability to discern what photos are good and what are bad and what you need and don't need. Also, part of that also removes that that preciousness. You know, just yeah. because you took the photo, it's okay if it never sees the light of day again if it's deleted, um, unless it's a really good photo or it has sentimental value. Like, I totally get that. I'm not saying go delete your family photos. Not at all. No, no, no. But even with your family photos, if you have 20 of, of, you know, baby, you know, little Jimmy running around, do you really need all 20? Like, I don't know. So, yeah. So I think we should switch gears because I think we're going to spend a lot of time on this next part about the, you know, what's the future of Lightroom. Sure. Um, so Scott Kelby wrote a post and I saw, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw him share it. So I clicked the link. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good question. We, we, we both saw it, which was, mm-hmm. what would Adobe need to add to the Lightroom cloud version for you to switch from classic? Right. But I, I, think, I think looking at this, and I want to look at some of the, I want to talk about some of the comments because I think it actually gives us a lot of discussion toward what the future of Lightroom is. Because in looking at the comments, some of them I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be that'd actually be a good feature. That'd be good. And then some of them were speaking about the future of Lightroom, like you're never gonna get. Like just like that's it's not gonna happen. Um but yeah, so so Scott did this. So um, you know, there there's a gentleman you said you knew him, Tim Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um and Tim, Tim is actually, you said he's kind of moving over to the Lightroom 
cloud version. He, yeah, he's a student in, in my Lightroom uh, Everywhere course. And so, and he's he's had some really great comments and like express, you know, he's he's kind of like starting to dip his toe in and see what the Lightroom Cloud ecosystem can offer. Yeah. And he's what I like about his comment is that he's actually he's grounded in it. He's not, he's not a, he's not an angry person there. There's a lot of angry people looking through the comments. So there's definitely just angry people just digging their heels in. Remember guys, this is a software photo editing app. It's not a religion. So, but, um, so he says, so one of the things that is missing, so being able to edit local files in Lightroom is good. So that's, uh, what I'm missing is the same functionality, uh, virtual copies. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that the cloud version doesn't have. It doesn't have virtual copies. Does it have versions? It has versions. Uh, uh, so Lightroom local, the local browse does not support versions. Um, okay. But Lightroom cloud, once you copy the photo to the cloud, you can have versions. I will say that the experience could be a lot better. Like Adobe can make it better. Like from the grid view, you you have no idea if that photo has versions associated that's to version. it. Whereas yeah. Whereas with with classic, if you have a virtual copy, aside from the fact that you now have two cells, one cell has that little page curl, so you mm-hmm. can tell. So it, Tim's right. Like, I, first of all, I think versions is the bee's knees. I think it's freaking awesome, especially because they. Use it. I never use them. I never are, use them in classic either. It, it's one of those unsung features. I did a video on it because I think it's one of the coolest features, especially because they sync across your devices. However, the experience can be so much better and I get it. So, yeah. Okay. But so to, to what Tim said, Mm -hmm. I would say Lightroom cloud does have versions then Mm -hmm. because while the local tab doesn't, you're, you're probably going to want to use versions for your good stuff Mm -hmm. and your good stuff. You're going to hopefully sync. Mm-hmm. So you'll have it. Yeah. Um, so this is a popular one. Metadata in Lightroom Cloud versus Lightroom Classic. Metadata is very skimpy, but there's a lot of there's a lot of comments. I don't say a lot. There's a number of comments that say that we hear a lot. Um, I I don't think you're gonna get in the Lightroom Cloud version. I I don't think you're gonna get any more metadata features. You're, you're not going to get your your hardcore photo mechanic digital asset manager features. I, I, I personally don't understand what you need. like Or what you don't already have. The, the metadata that's there is already too much metadata, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do you possibly do with metadata that you need it? And and here's the thing, guys. I, it, I I and I don't mean to be insulting to people. What I'm saying is, is if you need hardcore digital asset manager metadata on the level of photo mechanic or your hardcore programs, you 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 are the minority. You're the extreme minority, and you have to get used to being thought of that way because it's not the future of photography. I'm not saying that people don't need it. I, I do think there are certain people out there that need it. I think there's a lot of people that are hobbyist enthusiasts that just geek out over it and think they need it. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I understand there's certain people that that actually do need it. You just have to understand you're the you're the minority. You're you're not going to get features for you. That world of metadata and keywording, it is over. Yes, it's it's over. It's the past. It is not going to get future development put toward it in any program, let alone the the cloud version of Lightroom. Yes, I I completely agree. Like if. I don't know even how many people in classic understand just how many metadata fields it has, like with IPTC, like that is something that if you are working on a, you're like a full on professional. And when I say professional photographer, I'm not talking about air quotes, professional photographer. I'm talking about someone who is working on like a multi hundred thousand, multi-million dollar campaign and you need to track stock photographer or stock for like exactly like these are th where you absolutely need to track versions you need to track locations you need to track everything you have to understand guys that adobe built lightroom to be a more welcoming more intuitive more approachable for photographers especially for photographers who are Let's say they historically have been using Apple Photos, okay. and they they want to graduate to something more. Can you imagine a, a Photos user going to Classic with what we talk catalogs yeah. and all the metadata and and all yeah. these different things versus what I would consider a much more approachable and well designed interface that gives you what you need. I'm sorry to your what more in terms of metadata do you and I, I don't you know like be honest we're going to get an email from somebody that that yeah. tells us specifically what more they need you know that and, and 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 you already covered it i can guarantee you listen adobe's not a stupid company they didn't make it to this multi billion dollar army by making bad decisions i mean not to say that they don't make bad decisions every now and then yeah hence the you name know, lightroom <laughs> yeah i mean they have so much data in terms of how people use their yes. apps. Yes. They know exactly what you click on. Exactly. And okay. Uh, book, slideshow, print, web. Uh, first of all, there, there is web, there is slideshow. You just may not know that how to access it, but the, very much there are slideshows and web in Lightroom map. And better yeah. than classic. Yeah, well, far better. It, you, oh man, it, I, I, it is, talk about an unsung feature. The album sharing feature of Lightroom effectively is your own private social network. Like yeah. you, can share, you can share an album with- Comments, like Comments, exactly. Like what an awesome feature that no one talks about. But because it doesn't have the word slideshow in, in, you know, in a toolbar, it's, it's, you know, you know, you write it off, but for the vast majority of photographers, the metadata that you have in Lightroom, even title and, and caption, I don't even, some, some third-party apps will use yeah, yeah, caption, yeah. but copyright file name, when it was captured, and then ge some basic geotagging uh, information yeah. there. Camera mm -hmm. info. And the camera info, the EXIF information, the. Yeah camera lens, and then the exposure settings. Um, guys, please push back on me. Like, uh, by all means, I'm not, um, I have a thick skin. B but don't 
be, but be, be prepared to really stand your, make your argument. Um, and your argument can't be the tiny little specific circumstance that you need. Your right. argument, if you're going to push back, your argument has to be thousands of photographers do this. We yes. can't do it with Lightroom. It can't be on the third day of the month when it's a full moon and it's, you know, and my left knee hurts. I need this. I need this field for metadata. It can't, it's got to be something that, you know, tens of thousands of photographers have a have a need and desire for, not your buddy at your camera club. That's exactly that's perfectly put in. And again, we're not trying to be intentionally confrontational about it but you have to understand that's the, the that is the argument you have to make in order for someone like adobe to be like that's the argument that they make yeah. when they make these decisions yeah does this serve the 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 broadest user base what uh you want do you, you want to take a uh you want to take a comment on some features that that people need to be there yeah, I mean, the, 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 you kind of touched on it, but hierarchical keywords is something that. Yeah. And again, I know our, my buddy Ron Polk. I know he's listening. Uh, he he he's he's listens listens to all of your episodes. I know he is Hi, Ron. a. Hey, Ron. Um, a big fan of hierarchical keywords, and what what uh it, for those that you may not know what that is that's like you can have layers of keywords so you can have for example if you if you really want to drill down you can have france as a keyword and then under that you can have paris you can have champagne you can have epernay you can have different regions you can have a uh, family and then you can have so so like uh, under that yeah. point is um for me, first of all, Lightroom has keyword support. It's just buried kind of on the bottom right of the tool. Yeah, yeah. Can, but there's what, a reason for that. There's a reason for that for two reasons. Well, actually, it's one. It's AI. AI. So Lightroom, when you upload your photos, if you have the option enabled for what's called people view, which is also in Lightroom Classic, Lightroom will analyze your photos and it'll give you the opportunity to uh, create profiles of each person in that it, that it detects. So right off the bat there, you don't need to keyword people because you can just, it, Lightroom already knows. Then, and, and I cannot stress this enough in terms of a difference maker, Lightroom, Lightroom has in their Omni bar, which is that kind of toolbar at the very top, the search bar, they, they have kind of hooked up Adobe Sensei, which is their AI engine. You can search for any term you want, any abstract term, waterfall, green, hot air balloon. Whereas in classic, if you did not tag those things first, and I'm talking about in classic, you have to be discreet about what you tag. It can't just be, if you missed, if you mistyped hot air balloon and you did a search for it, it wouldn't find it. Yeah. To me, it boggles my mind how good that yeah. is. So for me, I'm sorry, keywords of any kind are just unnecessary. Sorry, Ron. I know, Ron. I know. I know. <laughs> Poor Ron. Poor well, I'm looking at the same comment you said, you know, presets for metadata and data asset management. You're not like this what? person. The, like I, like I, I, can, I can basically tell that this person 
that wrote hierarchical, hierarchical keywords, presets for metadata, file naming and renaming individually or batch, mm. um, which can't you do? You can rename files in the local uh, browse view, but you cannot rename files in cloud. You can uh, rename files on export. But yeah, you wouldn't need to rename the files in the cloud. But exactly, anyway. exactly. But, and then tethered shooting. So I can tell like this person, this person's not going to ever be happy because Lightroom Classic will one day go away um, and they'll be forced to go do something else because Light, Lightroom's not going to get these features. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not the program. The, the features that he's asking for are not future proof features. These are not features that, that photographers today are clamoring for. So you're not going to get it. Right. Um, somebody, somebody talks about Adobe cloud storage prices being obscene to me. That's, that's misinformation. The cloud storage prices are expensive, but this person doesn't know that the local tab exists and that you'll never need to use that. Right. You can use you can Lightroom as choose. a wonderful browser. Right. Just like you had, it's basically Lightroom Classic without the catalog and the import. It's, it's what right. everybody wanted. Right. Um, external plugins. I know you, you we've talked about that. Um, that's, I have to assume that's going to come. I hope so. I, I think that's that I will, I will give this guy um, certainly, uh, you know, a nod it would be nice to have instead of having to go into Photoshop. Yeah. So I said, and I sent Brian this today, as far as external plugins do go though. Right. You, so, so if you're in Lightroom and you're in the local tab, so just so you guys know, I am never talking about the cloud when I'm talking about Lightroom, everything I'm doing is in the local tab, unless I'm going to sync my favorite ones up to the cloud. That's just so that, you know, I don't have to email them to myself on my phone or airdrop them to my phone. Right. You know, went out on a shoot, showed somebody, hey, what photos did you take? I can show them on my phone really quick in the app. But I'm always talking about the local tab. So in the local tab, you right click, show in Finder, show in Explorer, right click that, open with Topaz Photo AI, do whatever you're going to do to it, save it as a TIFF, save it as a JPEG, save it whatever file format you want to save it in. And when I came back to Lightroom, the grid view, that TIFF was inside of there right. automatically. So it's like you don't even, because remember, there's no catalog. So edit in Photoshop and edit in other programs, there's no there's no way to break a link between the catalog and the file like there is in Lightroom Classic because there is no there is no import and catalog to it. So when you're when you're browsing those 20 photos. And you you go to the original photo in the original folder and you open it up in Topaz Photo AI and do some whatever you're going to do to it and you save it, you're looking at a folder and you just popped another fo photo into that folder. It's automatically going to see it. So you're never going to have all those problems you have with Lightroom Classic of, well, I did this outside. I jumped to Photoshop. I don't see it inside of Classic anymore. I, I made an edit here. You're not going to have that because you're looking at the folder itself, right? You're not looking at a catalog of the folder, which is what classic is. So, um, there's some people said an easy way. One person said an easy way to set DPI on. Export. <laughs> yeah. Um, number one, DPI is irrelevant today. 
It's, it's no longer a term used. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he means PPI, pixels per inch, but pixels per inch is an irrelevant term. It means nothing. The only thing that matters is what's the pixel count of that photo? What's what 6,000 pixels wide? Is it 3,000 pixels wide? PPI, pixels per inch, is arbitrary. I, I can make that 3,000 pixel photo 30 inches at 100 PPI, or I can make it 10 inches at 300 PPI. It's still a 3,000 pixel photo. Nothing, nothing reads PPI. Nothing cares about PPI. All anything cares about, including prints, is the dimensions of the photo. Yep. You see any in there? I do. I see. I see one that I, I think is very common, and that is, um, I wish I were. Well, I do not understand the cloud. I'm afraid to put images on the cloud and not be able to access them. Simple is better to me. So this is a, I think a, a really common and understandable misunderstanding of how this works. Um, because yes, you can sync your photos to the cloud and then I can go ahead and turn off a turn on airplane mode on your, uh, computer and you'll still have full access to your photos. Uh, even if you clear your cache, depending on if you have the option enabled to store smart previews, you'll have your smart previews, which are plenty resolution to do most of what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so it's not like it's not like Lightroom Classic, where in Lightroom Classic, if I were to take your catalog file and delete it, you would be just in a world of hurt. Mm -hmm. First of all, you wouldn't be able to load Lightroom because the, without the catalog, Lightroom wouldn't, you'd have to yeah, find it. Yeah, you'd open up, there'd be nothing there. Right. With Lightroom, if you turn, if you disconnect from the internet, you'll still see your grid view. You can open up photos. You can do edits, assuming you have your smart previews. To be, even if you don't, you'll still be able to view your photos. They'll, it'll just be kind of like a lower uh, resolution preview file. So the, the, the thing that you have to understand is yes, it's in the cloud, just like anything else would be in the cloud. And for me, the way that I see it is, I don't think anyone today argues with the importance of having some sort of a cloud backup of your photos in addition to a local backup. But while you can pay for much less expensive options like Backblaze, which is just a quick and dirty uh, backup of, of files and folders. To me, the, the value proposition of one, having my photos backed up, but then having this, and this just best in class photo management and editing app wrapped around it that I can access on a computer, I can access on a phone, I can access in a web browser, I can access it on my TV. I know. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And so to me that, and I, I, I don't make light. I understand there are people who have probably are on fixed incomes and, and or, or you know what, 20 bucks a month is a lot for them. Totally get them. Neither of us, Matt and I have been doing this long enough and we've met all sorts of people. I don't think either of us take the value of money lightly. Like, oh, it's just 20 bucks. But- you can't say that, well, you know, photography is the super, it's my hobby, it's my passion. 
I'm going to go ahead and spend, you know, $3,000 on a lens and $5,000 on a camera, but 20 bucks a month is really where I draw the line. Um, yeah. Well, really all we're talking about is an extra 10 bucks a month too. By correct. The way. You're correct. You're exactly correct. And if you want to, if you want to get nitty gritty about it, that person is probably, or should be paying for a cloud backup like Backblaze. So now if you do what, what I've been talking about, which is you edit locally. Yes. You put your, you sync your favorite photos to the cloud. They're backed up. Then why do I need to pay that money to Backblaze? Exactly. That's exactly right. So that's I your mean, 10 bucks a month right there. Yeah, and ex exactly. And, and again, what you get on top of that, you, you don't, you have to understand just how good Lightroom is. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I, I'm not this big Adobe fanboy, but I've, Matt and I have, I mean, we've, we've run the race. Like we've tried all the flavors. We've, you know, dipped our, all the different Kool-Aid. And I think I can speak pretty confidently for the both of us where there's just nothing that comes close to yeah. Adobe secret sauce. Oh, Sorry. no, no, no. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second, but yes, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm looking at like 10 comments right here. I'm going to read one uh -huh. because it sums up, it sums up pretty much all of them, but um, what's, what's a good one to read? Uh, oh, I mean, I just want to keep my photos local and not in the cloud. And, and that sums up probably, as of right now, there's 54 comments on this post. That sums up probably 30 of them. Mm -hmm. And, and they're just, they're just misinformed, you know, the, it, which could be Scott's, which could be Scott's lead up to this, where mm -hmm. he's going to come out and start talking about the local tab too. Who knows? I, don't, I have no idea. Um, but half of the comments are just, I, I don't like the cloud. I don't want my photos in the cloud. I don't understand the cloud. And what we're telling you here is that argument for not using Lightroom is gone because mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything cloud related. This is, I'm, I keep saying it because this is the Lightroom that everybody has asked me for for 20 years. Why mm -hmm. can't I just, why can't I just look at my photos? Why do I have to import? Why do they have to have a catalog? Like, this is the Lightroom that people have asked for for years, and all of a sudden, it, it's it's not all of a sudden, but it's bad. But um, so let's let's uh, let's wrap it up. Unless you got anything else to say, I'll, I told you what I was going to wrap it up with, right? Yeah. You got anything else to add into it, or? No, I I, I think I I think that there's just the best thing that I can say is just just install it and try it. Yeah. So. So the, the way I thought we'd wrap it up is to leave you guys with a question. And that is, okay, so let's say Doomsday Sayers, Lightroom Classic goes away. Adobe sends out an email tomorrow and says, hey, end of the year, we're going we're gonna to stop Lightroom Classic. What are you going to go to? So let, let's, let's go down the list. Like, what's, what's your option? Especially now knowing you've got a program from Adobe with the same edits, with the same everything that already mixes into your ecosystem with Photoshop and all this stuff, knowing you've got that program and you don't need the cloud, now you can just 
look at your photos on it and browse and edit and do all that stuff. What are you going to go to? What, what, what would some options be, Brian? Uh, first one would be, we can go to the more advanced stuff and say capture one. Yeah. So good luck. You're, you don't want to pay Adobe more money. Well, now you just signed up to pay at least double what you're paying Adobe every year, if not more. Yes. And guess what? You don't get near the number of features and you don't get Photoshop. You see that? Now you got to go buy affinity. Yes. Yes. And good luck integrating the two. You you don't you're afraid that the Lightroom doesn't integrate and do some of the things that some of these people are saying here. Good luck integrating your alternatives because they're all made by different companies. Correct. And 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 all these companies, these are much smaller companies and they only have finite resources. Who do you think they're going to focus their integrations on? Yeah. Like really like their their best integration. They're going to focus it on the company that where the most users are. I know this because I've worked at several of these companies, so I, I'm not just spewing this. I can tell you firsthand. Yeah, and and I would I would say to anyone reading LightroomKillerTips.com, you are not a cat. Capture One is not that software is not for you. That software wasn't made for you. Capture One was made for studio photographers. Yes, by and large. That's what yeah, it was I mean, made for. Yeah, they've certainly tried to kind of eat at the Lightroom users, but it is a. I mean, if you if if, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't. It, to me, it's no. too, it's too much. I've trust. Me, I've tried. I've tried it dozens of times. Yes. Because I thought like, hey, you know, I can expand. People think like you and I are tied to Adobe. Right. Oh, like it would be better for us. Correct. To use other programs. Because right. now we open up our audience to all these other people too. So trust me, I've tried to use Capture One a dozen times and, and I abandoned it. But mm -hmm. um, okay, so so where are we going to go? So we, we're not going to go to Capture One. Uh, remember Lightroom we're talking. We're not talking a Photoshop alternative. There, right. There's on one. Um, good, good, viable alternative. Um, more money, I think, a year than Adobe is. At least now their they're latest pricing. Good viable alternative. Um, I, I I personally I personally wouldn't trust my raw photos to their raw editor because I I just I don't like what it does to a photo. Mm -hmm. But some good tools that that work really well. So you could go there. I, I don't think as a Lightroom user you'd be happy, but it'd be an easier it'd be an easy enough uh, move over for you to to go get something similar. I think on one is the closest that you, you will probably find. Yeah. You're not going to find anything closer. Right. Um, Skylum. Yep. Good luck. What good luck trying to figure out what product to even buy from them Yeah, that you would use for this. I, I, I can't, I mean, they change product names and I, I can't keep up with what, what's what from there. Right. So, and and I, they don't, I don't see them having the, even compared to on one, the kind of as robust of a photo management tool. No. Um, um, what did you say? The free one? Oh, dark room. Dark table. No dark room. Dark room. Yeah. It's called dark room. It's a, yeah. it's like a free, oh, they have a, they have, of course, as you would expect, they do have a dark room plus, um, which it basically locks. Like if you want color grading, you're paying. If you want local <laughs> adjustments with AI back masks, you're paying. Uh, video export, you're paying. Flag yeah. and reject, you're paying. 
At least on the, this is what's on dark. Darkroom Plus is our membership that provides access. Membership. Oh, that's the bad word. Yeah, yeah. It's not a subscription. It's a membership. It's a membership <laughs> that provides access to a growing bundle of premium features in Darkroom. So oh. you're you're going to be paying. Um, so so yeah, there's Darkroom, which I mean, open source. I believe. I'm not sure. To be honest, like it's. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't trust it. Um, and and ultimately. What you said, Matt, when you first talked about like raw with on one, Matt's not knocking on one. I'm not knocking on one. I'm not knocking any of these. But the first thing we typically do is we edit our raw file, right? Like you import a raw file. And I've said this before that raw processor, everyone's, every different company's raw processor is a different secret sauce. That's why a lot of times we just say we like Adobe secret sauce. And I've tried. Like you, we've tried the sauces. Oh, Adobe just tastes the best to me. Yeah. It's the same. Like people get mad sometimes when I knock on one like that. I'm like, listen, I'm allowed to have taste. Yes. I'm yes. allowed. <laughs> exactly. I'm a, what's, what's that spice everybody hates? I hate cilantro. Cilantro. So cilantro. Yeah. My, I'm allowed to not like cilantro. I actually don't mind cilantro. My wife hates it. Yeah. It's really is a pain when we go out to dinner because sometimes we'll split stuff and then she gets it without cilantro. But, um, but you know, let's say I did. I'm allowed to not like cilantro and not be a jerk because I don't like cilantro. Like it, this is my taste, and I am telling you, I I I vehemently dislike the taste of that raw processor mm-hmm. coming from an Adobe world. I'm used to the way it works, and I think it looks good and is smooth in its edits. And I, and I don't find a lot of those other raw processors to to be that way. So yeah, I think that- I think what we're saying here is you. When this day comes, you're going to be hard pressed to find something better to switch to. And then you also have to understand Adobe's not dumb. They're going to give you a path. All right. I think that path has already started. Yes. Like Brian said earlier, you know, the the doomsday, Brian said it in a much more doomsday way with the doomsday clock, but (laughs) that path has already started with the local tab inside of Lightroom. It's a huge change. It, I my business and my livelihood has been based off of Lightroom Classic for the last twenty years, mm-hmm. and I haven't opened it once in the last month. So, so the clock has started. That that path has already started. But Adobe will give you a path. I'm sure they will. Mm-hmm. They'll you you will want to use this. I think most people will want to use it. They will realize this is a better Lightroom. You're going to have your keyword holdouts. You're going to have your people, uh, you know, I, I would say, you know, maps. Yeah. You know, there, nobody uses a slideshow. There's a reason why no slideshow features, no book features, and no web features have been added to classic because nobody uses them. And then the print module, I, I said this years ago and I'll stand by it. You shouldn't be using the print module. If you're printing on a Canon printer, you should be using Canon Print Studio Pro. If you're printing on an Epson printer, you should be using Epson Print Layout. It takes all of those things that you can screw up in a print and it makes it so you can't screw up. When exactly. you do it through Lightroom or you do it through Photoshop, you open up your, your, your case to 10 ways that you can screw up that print. When you do it through the printer software, you can't. So I don't think any of those other modules are the showstoppers. You're going to have people that hang on to them and want to keep using them. And I think the Adobe will let you. I don't think they're going to take it away from you, but I do think you're going to want to switch. Closing thoughts. I uh, My closing thoughts, I agree with everything you said. Um, I love just, that. 
yeah, I, I have no arguments here. I just think what, what my closing thought is what we what I said earlier, just try it. You it, like the people are like, I don't want to sink to the cloud. You don't have to sink to the cloud. You don't anymore. You did. You don't anymore. You can choose. Oh, exactly. You got, didn't you put a video on YouTube about it? Yeah, I did. I did uh, on, on just how to, what, how the, it works and go watch my video. Yeah, go check it out. It's, it's right on my on my YouTube channel. I'm, I mean, Matt also has all the updates to that were introduced, including local. I never, I didn't cover that one though. Oh, you didn't? Not yet. Oh, I was that's right. That's right. You were waiting. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so I have a, I have just a video that kind of explains it at a higher level. My closing thought is ultimately though, I I am the the, the cloud person. Um, which is why I love when, when Matt and I talk, because we, we really, I mean, there's two compliments here. Matt is definitely much more of the Lightroom classic advocate. You know, he's there to help the Lightroom. I've already, I'm sorry. I've abandoned, (laughs) (laughs) I've abandoned the Lightroom classic people. Um, but I can tell you that for those who do make the move to cloud, it is a, it's a wonderful ecosystem and it just gets better. So ultimately just try it out. What Matt said, just, just try it. And I agree with you. It is to to tie it back to how we started this. It is the future of Lightroom. Yes. However, what I would say is I don't know that it's my future of Lightroom and a lot of other people's, but I believe Adobe has created an intermediate way to make that program the future. Perfect. 20 to 30 years from now, these discussions won't be, we'll be talking to the people will be talking about something else because that cloud version will be what everybody uses. But I, 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 I hope I'm still around 30 years from now. I just don't think I'm going to care yeah. <laughs> at that yeah. point. So yeah. I think, well, I think, I think it'll all been, it'll all have shaken out by then and, and we'll have a little I mean, I've got, a, I've got a very controversial point to that, but we can say, like, I'll say it super quickly. I think in 30 years from now, we're going to be using these. We're going to be eighty. I know that's crazy. So we're going to be using our phones. I think. I think yes. I think um, what will happen is we will see such an advancement in um, yeah. a combination of the of the optics and sensors on the mobile phone plus computational photography will get you to a point where. I mean, last point. For those of you that didn't watch, uh, Adobe uh, Apple did their announcements for their new laptops last night. That entire event was filmed on iPhone 15s, iPhone iPhone 15 Pros. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to it, but ultimately I think it will be, I don't know what the mobile thing is, but you take the photos, the photos will automatically go into the cloud and that's it. Way to leave them there. Way to, way to, way to dangle the, way to really (laughs) go, go crazy on the future here. Don't get the pitchforks guys. Just leave them at home. All right. Uh, everybody, you can find Brian over at Matias.com, M-A-T-I-A-S-H, correct? Correct. And uh, check out his Lightroom Everywhere course if you want to learn more about this Lightroom Everywhere stuff. Still my favorite name for a course. And uh, you can find me over at MattK.com where I got courses, presets, lots of free tutorials. So thanks so much for watching. Feel free to always swing by the website at MattK.com. Go to the blog. Each episode has its own blog entry on there, so you can always uh, leave some comments and feedback and input. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.